0: will be is that a a hard mountain dew (sighs) i wish god i've been looking for those hard Mountain Dews. like do you know how embarrassing it is okay (laughs) we're all recording here do you know how embarrassing (laughs) it is to go into a liquor store in northern minnesota looking the way i look and i've got my like pit viper sunglasses on and i'm wearing my big vegas shirt you know and i say hey do you have any hard mountain dew and they like immediately pull out a gun from behind the cash. Register. I'm They're shocked like, they you don't have to any, leave.
1: Hutchinson had uh, like a whole wall of it. Oh, what? I'm they, going through
0: they, Hutchinson tomorrow. Dude, yes. You have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting something. You know, Hutchinson has two great things. They've got the hard Mountain Dew. And then they also have the world's best goodwill. They've well, they got do. something going on in Hutchinson where guys my size are dying all the time they they're getting <laughs> stocked with great stuff fat guy galore at the Hutchinson Goodwill i mean it is like maybe maybe those fat guys just gave up powerlifting and took up uh, long distance running to get away from their families and lost some weight then that's the true death right there it's the death of what you love they say we die two times russell once when we die and once when all of our clothes are sold at the goodwill all right in 2020, four friends decided to listen to every one you of the greatest 500 albums decided shirts, by Rolling Stone Council magazine. <laughs> this resulted in a text chain that celebrated the music, excoriated the order, and led us to make this podcast. That's we are far from experts. We promise t-shirt. to do yes. almost no research. <laughs> all opinions are our own, unless you disagree. Please sit back and enjoy. Beck did it better. We are all the way up to album 106, and from 1994, this is Live Through This by Hole. You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to put me in the left, and I'm going to put you guys in the right. Right for that part. So, if they want to hear what you were saying, they can put in that right headphone. They want to hear what I'm saying, they can put in the left. I'm going to amplify you guys. It's going to uh, be great. Okay. Uh, listen, this is like, listen, guys, listen, we we started this podcast. It's always tough, it'll right? To the, get together. It'll be the
2: best episode ever for those people who are sitting in the basement pulling the old uh, one headphone <laughs> trick, right? <Ron?
0: laughs> How else will you know if a family member is coming? And some of us, you know, some people don't have basements. It's like, it's the couch at night, you know, oh, out helpful. the living room. And you just have to turn on the sound machine. So if anybody comes in, you could have a second to hide and make sure the computer's sleeping because the monitor's so bright. Or whatever. I mean, that's just (laughs) something about it picture.
2: You haven't started putting down, like, bubble wrap in the hallway or anything like that to give you a
0: warning? A trap. I'm putting down, like, tacks. So it's like a home alone situation, but it's me jacking off in there. (laughs) My wife comes out. She's like, oh, my God, I get hit with a paint can. That's the last thing I remember last night. (laughs) Why are all these Christmas then, ornaments by the by the window? This is my jerk off room and I have to protect it. Why is there this picture of Buzz's girlfriend here? What's going on? Woof. Okay, so we've almost gotten to the part of the show. So this might be a long episode. Buzz, everybody. your girlfriend. Woof. Why is there a tarantula crawling around? Oh, that's part of my thing, actually. That's something-
2: Oh, Rob, your fin dummy movies. Woof. <laughs>
0: By the way, way too much time on uh, Fendom stuff this week just to see what's going no, what? on. No, yeah, so, surprise! Very surprised. Yeah. to guess it. Take us tubing. We want to go on the boat. Sorry, can't. We're broke. I have We're no trying gas. Get Fendom down here. Yeah, I, I can't buy gasoline, but I am so turned on right now. Uh, <laughs> excuse me while I go get my BB gun. <laughs> All right. Why is there a nail in this step? Okay, uh, so same joke. Looping back, always a good idea to I loop back Daniel to the joke Sturt, that we if got done. You were done to with.
2: make an adult movie with Rob Starr in that role, I bet you could get Daniel Stern to play one
0: of the wet bandits. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the wet bandits.
2: I forgot this in their
0: god. It's gotta <laughs> be the wet Bandits. I mean, their there's... calling card. <laughs>
3: All <laughs> the great ones so cool. have one.
2: They do.
0: <laughs> Home alone, <laughs> porn <laughs> parody. I'm oh, looking no. it up right now. <laughs> At the What's end, your dad's like, computer. At oops. <laughs> uh, <laughs> why, why is there already purple? <laughs> Home Alone? Question mark and xxx X parody. Oh, I think no. that's the best we're gonna get right there. We don't need any more clicking on this. Uh, <laughs> all the links are purple. What? <laughs> By the way, my dad. sister's like I listened to that episode about you and and dad. Very unhappy about that. Did not like that. You guys talking about that. And I was like, yeah, I know. But I, what can I say? I've sold my soul for one laugh from these guys. Listen, let's just get right into it. We don't have time. Uh, if we you don't. heard what we were talking about, that means I didn't edit any of it out. Uh, so sorry. Um, let's get right into it. You know, it's, it's there's something about this podcast. Like when we started, right, it was pandemic time. We were like... And I know Aaron, Aaron's shaking his head. No, no, no. And pandemic's been over for years. I know Aaron we get it flying around, going to weddings all over the place and whatnot. But um, now, you know, it's kind of tougher because we have jobs and we have families and kids are getting older and we're still trying to find time to do this. And it's like, I'm like, it's my art mom. I have to do it. And she's like, I heard you talking about jacking off to home alone. And I'm like, no, it was a thing. It wasn't to it. It was like, as part of it, I get, I can't actually can't explain it now. And it only happened five minutes ago. So, Alright, so I'm looking at the time of the episode and it already says very long, so that's not good. Okay, so I'm going to give
2: you, you till the count of ten, till I pump your guts full of lead. One, two, ten. That We're
1: is, going for another episode where the episode <laughs> is three times as long as the album yep, itself. That is the uh, uh, album to That day is day
0: Aaron's day method episode. where he counts to ten and then it goes one, two, ten. 10. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can't watch this. Can't think about any more jokes having to do with Home Alone and adult movies. You just you're going to get in trouble sooner or later. All right, here we go. Welcome to K Rob K R O B. Here's a little history of the show. Oh, yeah, I have these buddies. Yes, we're pretty funny, and we like music. So we said a podcast is perfect, so we decided to make it, but it was a pandemic, it (laughs) doesn't seem like a good idea
1: now.
0: (laughs) Lockdown's over, Mm -mm -mm -mm. and it's the weekend, we have to make the show. Seems like it'll never end. Why did we decide to do this? The future was hard to breathe. We figure we'd be famous by now. Now I wake up, Uh-oh. and Ooh. I text for us, this episode will be a mess. Well, yep. we made it, I've got to edit, <laughs> ignore my family to do this. So I start listening, now I'm do laughing. Do this. Each episode we think of something new, we have good bits, but I like our new shit. There are some people out there who think we're funny too <laughs> I tell the guys Yes We <laughs> need to improvise We're getting better
2: Now even Russell tries Why do yes. we decide to do this? I think we can still be famous <laughs> It could happen any yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like how the songs have now become time. a pep talk for us. Of like, no, we, we should still keep doing Look this. It up. Keep it up. <sighs> it's gone from like us having anything to do with the show to I us just being like, we can, we can do this still. We can do this. We're okay. We're there. We're, we're with <laughs> it. I've got the perfect podcast for you, Jack. So.
2: Did it better the whole time? All I could think about was Rob's movie in the scene where he would have to steal like a hustler magazine or a penthouse magazine from the store, and then he'd have to run from the cops, like right.
0: sliding on the ice. Like I'd slide in on the ice, and, people's immediately, legs and yeah, immediately <laughs> break through and fall in and then get arrested. <laughs> but it turns out I got too cold in the water and I die on the way there. And then the rest of the movie is a dream. Think about it, it's actually a pretty good movie, okay? I, 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 yeah, yeah, fun times. I, I like to be, I like to bring fun to these things. Um, so. Uh, like Aaron, Aaron said earlier, he's a big Hole fan. So let's get right into this album. Oh. Uh, I've got three guys here who wish more el- songs on this album were about milk. They love the shit. I've got <laughs> Russell in Minnesota. Russell, how are you doing? <laughs> guys, last night I wanted to be the birthday boy
2: who ate the most cake. I love those yes. restaurant prepared yes. sweets and cocktails so much.
0: It just turned into hate. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, sounds Ooh. like that day went well. I got Matt in Minneapolis. Matt, how are you doing? Uh, good, but milk, I don't know. It kind of messes with
3: my insides these days, Rob. So I don't know if I want any more. It's a good bit.
0: It's it's fun. It's fun. And it's a good excuse of like, no, I know. I'm sorry. I need special milk. I need this lactose free milk, but really guess what? I like drinking regular milk and feeling sick as hell. It's something I like. I'm sick (laughs) like that. Getting older. Absolutely rocks. My body keeps coming up with new surprises. Things I never thought were possible. Thank you age. I really love it. I've got Aaron here who uh, was telling us what a great home cook he was, but it turns out he was saying he's a home cuck. He, he loves to watch people make love to his wife. And I feel like I just did that joke like five weeks ago, but I it's still good. I,
1: I, I think we've seen it. Yeah, I think we've heard that one. Uh, I'm just really excited that we have another album on, on which I'm uniquely unqualified to comment. So let's
0: talk about it. Oh, wait until oh, you hear my list. This. Wait until <laughs> you hear what my list is about. You want to talk about something we weren't qualified to talk about, it's good. Now it's I will about say, 104 what's... of them in a row now, isn't it, Aaron? Yeah,
1: yeah right. <laughs> if, if it wasn't Wu-Tang and Love Supreme, I got nothing to say.
2: If you keep this up for about another 12 years, you'll break Cal Ripken's consecutive games
0: <laughs> I should have been suspicious of Aaron being a home cuck, though, when he showed me his cookbook, and he said it was full of recipes. All right, let's get into the voicemail. <laughs> We doesn't asked doesn't them to messages. Rest CPs. C- rest voice mail rest line, CPs. But they're not so great. There's something there. Most of the time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't they think text text so. Hey, no, no,
1: nothing there. For our show. <laughs> no, Concerned.
0: think about it. Rest not realize we only do. I'm like writing it down. I'm audio. going beautiful mind on it. I'm really the thinking about it. Like, All don't right. I think this is too doesn't long. We think. It's so oh, sweet It's a
1: a jam.
0: Who cares? Long you're episode. So dumb, That's given a big thumbs up. It's all just round singing the whole episode. And, uh,
3: previous time caller here. This is complimentary movie goer guy. So oh. uh love it when you venture into the world of sports, even if it's just very briefly and when you're able to do it and incorporate music, it's just jackpot. So um, a few episodes ago, you were talking about closer
0: entry songs and I can't believe that no one picked up on this, but isn't the ultimate closer entry song for a Beck did it better podcast host or listener. The end of the Monday night football song so every time the relief pitcher throws a pitch, bum 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 bump. bump, bump, bump. It would be pretty good. Okay, I,
1: I mean every pitch. I,
0: I don't think our that. callers understand how music works in fucking baseball <laughs> games, right? Like they don't play a song after every pitch. Like it's a walkout song. You're walking out. So he he wants them to walk out to this, right? Now, I this mean, would, that would be badass. This would That's be badass. Good. That's
1: pretty good.
0: Just the idea that you'd do this like, or like Monday Night Football or even like that NBA round ball rock song, like a different sport for baseball, it would that would be kind of like fourth wall crumbling, like so good. I think that'd be excellent. But our this colors Ed- are
1: definitely idiots. This Edmund Diaz thing that Matt mentioned has taken on an, another life too. My, my brother is fully, in, like is just fully on board. I'm, I'm now seeing three or four times a day I'm seeing something, you oh. know, a POV. I mean, this stuff is a. Okay. Laster Jack. All he's, I want is for this in October. I, this, that's where I'm at, too. I just want to he's see him come in in October.
0: He's mentioning us on Twitter as turning him onto it. And we were, we were talking about this before it really got big. Yeah. But this voicemail, guys, made me think about, you know, we're a music podcast, but we're also a bunch of real sport heads, okay? I mean, we're real... We're real ball heads. We love ball. We love talking ball. We love playing sports. So I was thinking to myself, it's like, like balls. why don't I do a little educational list on the history of walkout oh, music? Oh, because our callers are so yeah. stupid, they don't amazing. understand what a walkout song it. It. is. Another, 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 okay, okay. Wow. Wow. I'm going to give you a little history oh, of the walkout music. Now, I'm going to yeah. tell you, first of all, what walkout music isn't. A song that plays after every pitch. What are you talking about? You know,
2: honestly, Rob, it's it sounds like some, one of those idiots who just plays a lot of fantasy baseball but doesn't know shit about the real yes, game. game. Like yeah. They know a lot about looking at spreadsheets and CBSSports.com and stats, but mm-hmm. they probably don't know jack squad about the real game. <laughs>
0: they know what a whip is, but they don't own a glove. Yes. One of those guys.
3: Yes. Uh, all right.
0: <laughs> So it turns out the first ever. That would be uh, a great uh, online dating headline for yourself, right? I know what whip is, but I don't own a glove. <laughs> in 1972, there's a guy for the Yankees named Sparky Lyle, and they started bringing him in just to get the last couple outs. And they said, well, he's my closeout man. They, they've they never used, it was the kind of the first time a closer ever existed. So there was a the organ player named Marty Appel would come out and he was like, the the thing was though is that Sparky Lyle for the Yankees, and this was a bad Yankees team, he would get picked up from the outfield in a pinstripe Datsun in a car, the bullpen get- car. And get driven. No, but it was like an actual car. It wasn't like the fun baseball shaped cart. Mm, it was not like
2: the actual... one in Major League where he, he no. drives it to the woman's house and then takes up <laughs> <off> her skirt with <laughs> his cleats,
0: right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Russell's knowledge Jesus. of sports is mostly Major League. Can't even take his shin pads off. Yeah. We've already. Maybe this is the take second the part the of the podcast. Car. She swam the 400 IM. After we're done yes. with these albums, we might just do sports movies, <laughs> do the replacements, unnecessary roughness major leagues one two and three well, don't definitely hey 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 hold on we're definitely not doing the replacements i mean who wants to talk <laughs> any more about the replacements know this saw that we the already talked about it's so good yeah. it's so good maybe we could secretly it's got the take guy the guy from Notting hill
1: it it's so gene hackman it's great
0: uh so this guy would come out and the organ player played a song that he thought was perfect for a closer because it was the end of something close Listen out, to man. what. listen to what the first closeout man it was crazy look at this listen First ever. Oh, I like it. I like it. I like it. It's a
3: like smack, It brings respect,
2: doesn't it? Yeah, right. It's you no, guys like Wedding March, here. isn't it? So no, this, isn't
3: this is wedding your works. Wedding March song, Rob. No, this, is this is op- 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 the graduation op- it is it is This is graduation. Is graduation.
0: But yes, yeah. it was also played at my wedding because my wife had just graduated. So that was something we tried to lock it up right away from trying to high. double up on the ceremony so I could save some money. It was actually pretty smart. <laughs> and what's cra- what's crazy nice was- on the organ. So he hated it. He hated it. What? but there was a guy no loser. Playing, there was a guy playing baseball
2: maybe at the time. I would rather
0: know more about whip than actually own a glove if that's what these guys <laughs> are going to worry about he, he asked he asked the uh, the organist to not play it after a couple of years but there that's was garbage. a minor leaguer in St. Louis at the time who heard that and thought it was a great walkout song in fact this guy played 300 games as a catcher with St. Louis and his name was Randall Mario Poffo oh you guys know who that oh, shit. is oh, yeah. I do know who Randy Poffo is and that's why starting in 1985 the Macho Man, Randy Savage, would walk out to pomp and circumstance to his that WWE wrestling show. I'm the tower of power, too sweet to be sour,
2: funky like a monkey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Oh, no, Russell, keep going. <laughs> I cannot get dinner ready at my house without saying, Wallace's dinner is ready Anna's dinner is ready. Bullseye
0: is ready. (laughs) Can't do it. I'm Randy Savage, and I'm going to get into my Jeep in Florida and drive down the road and definitely not have a heart attack and die. Ooh
3: yeah.
2: I see those jealous eyes, Hulk Hogan.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is the greatest moment of my life.
0: Why (laughs) do we not know Russell has such a great impression of
1: this? It's the best one I've ever heard. (laughs) The cream rises to the top.
2: Oh,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Getting my Jeep going to crash into so a tree. He, oh, so, yeah. He,
2: he heard this when he's playing the minors and it was yeah. like, this needs to be my, my entrance music when I become the macho man. And one thing the macho man knows is that
0: you don't play this after every pitch. Uh, so then yeah, it turned true. out at the, same, at the same time in 1972, the organist in Chicago every time dick allen came up a batter she did the first uh walk-up music for batters and listen listen what she played on the organ this is badass
3: whoa
1: jesus christ superstar she's
0: really? playing jesus christ superstar <laughs> yes that's a man that's so you're walking up the bat as jesus christ oh superstar has played you would hit a home run every time that is awesome it, it, that,
2: that's a great song it sounds a little bit similar to the space odyssey we talked about this with the greatest Timpany oh. songs ever before but remember yeah. rick boom, blair boom, used to come out to the boom. space odyssey oh
0: that's so right. good
2: didn't he just
1: wrestle again for the last time recently? Didn't he make a little? Ooh, mini yeah, he did, Aaron. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Woo!
0: To be the man. Woo! <laughs> you gotta beat the man. So then, a couple, I just wanna pick up a couple other good walkouts. I got songs. more cars
2: than most of y'all have friends.
0: <laughs> now, a couple other walkouts that I thought were good. I just wanna tell you there's a guy named Derek Law who this was his walkout for the pitching. And I'm, it's the Clash version, so I'm playing it.
1: Oh, no, that's smart. That's clever. Uh, the only problem is...
0: This was for Derek Law. I think he was with uh-huh, A's, maybe? And, uh, the problem is that when he played that music, he had a 7.43 ERA and a 1.8 180 whip, which I don't What's know what that, that means, but... What, what, what was... It? what was his babap? It could have just been bad luck. <laughs>
3: How do
2: you Russell, like my sports, oh, like yeah, sports you now? I do like my sports now, Brian and Woodbury.
0: Yeah, the collar has a huge uh, fantasy boner, which is the only kind that you can get anymore. Um, Hulkamania then- is like a
2: grain of sand in the Sahara Desert that is macho madness. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> so good. Oh, my God.
1: Never, never stop. <laughs>
0: How oh. <sighs> are you not married a million times over? I don't get it. Like that should have been your bumble voice problem. We were fucking around with all this other stuff, Russell. Like you had we're that good of a macho man impression.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: No. Oh. I've been dating, seeing like... Miss Elizabeth on the side for many years. She was she was into my macho man uh, impressions. <laughs> yes. Oh God. Um, <laughs> My, I can only do Andre the Giant. That's my only wrestler impression I can do.
3: <laughs> I <only> do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Never mind. It's not as, good as Russell's. Russell is good at everything. God damn it. You uh, want a it. There's only, it's only one impression guy. I can do, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's, and that's an impression Russell won't do because he doesn't want to say that he's going over to fuck his friend's wife after eating a bunch of Suji Blah. I always got confused about which friend it was or whose wife it was remember then Andre Adrian Beltre the last one he was playing with the Seattle Mariners was out for four weeks with a severe bruised testicle oh and when he came back Ken Griffey told the um, guy that this was the song they had to play for his walkout Oh no. <laughs> the nutcracker.
2: <laughs> the nutcracker's It's
0: a good bit. I like it. It's a good bit. And Ken Griffey Jr. said, Hey, can we play this after every pitch? And they're like, No, that's the dumbest thing <laughs> I've ever heard. That's who would ever hilarious. say that. <laughs> that? was another. <laughs> so, guys, that was my walkout <laughs> history list. Yeah, wow, five list.
3: The, oh, the, the Randy Powell top three list <laughs> of Rob's yeah. All Time.
0: Really yeah, good. Man. One of the yeah. best lists of the last three years. That one's no fantastic. Question. Well, and you might say, oh gosh, I can't believe they did their only list today that early. Uh, uh, uh. No, <laughs> no. So we'll see. Hey, but you know what? It's not time for the list yet. It's time for a rolling going. Oh, it, 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 it's, it's time to see what everybody's up to. It's time for rolling going. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ooh,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, Aaron, rolling going. How's it going with you? It's
1: going, it's going pretty well. Um, I wanted our listeners to, well, I mean, it's, it's up and down as usual. It's a roller coaster of emotions.
0: Uh, it's I, like when I worked at the yo Rosie, battery. Rosie,
3: Rosie. I hope all your ups and downs are in bed, my friend. Thank you. I like
0: that. I like it's, those yeah, thoughts. It's like that's when I had man. that job, Aaron, working as an elevator guy, it was up and down.
1: Yeah, that's where we're at. Ups and downs. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of fun music lately. I like the new, I've been, I've been enjoying the new drinks. The new Danger Mouse and Black Thought album is fun. It's like a real throwback kind of a vibe. I like Danger Mouse's beats and Black Thought over those. I think his cadence sometimes sounds too much the same, but I, I like that. Uh, on the downside, I cut myself shaving today. Um, and when I say I cut myself shaving, I mean I, I sliced one finger on each hand. Oh, <laughs> what? Of, instead, yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened, but I was like in here just bleeding all so over. So not on your face it, or like, your head? Nope. No. Face and head are fine. Just sliced my thumb and my third finger on my left hand. I don't what? know how. how. So that was great. What's your shaving setup?
0: I, are you doing a safety razor? Like I I a use safety, razor Yeah, I,
1: I, I use a safety razor, and I was... I was trying, like, I usually use one hand as a guide hand while I'm shaving my head, and I think I sliced it with a guide hand. I don't know. Anyway, oh. I got done. I was bleeding all over,
3: and I was trying to get on a phone call for work, so that was a bummer.
1: Oh. Uh, <laughs> been listening to some You were other shaving your head realized-
0: like two minutes before you had to get on a phone call for work, so you are just trying Matt, to squeeze it in real quick. That's before- a good pickup, Matt. I was thinking, how can I make fun of him for this? You're That's exactly it.
1: <laughs> it seems like maybe that wasn't the best timing, right? Like, I was like, I got 20 minutes before this next meeting. I could shave. and nah, it wasn't. Wasn't smart. Wasn't smart. Shaving. And so then thought. you show up
0: for the work meeting and you have like a half shaved head. You're bleeding yeah. all over. Yeah. And they're like, last week you were at the zoo and now this. You know, like you're...
1: <laughs> I mean, fortunately, it was just my fingers this time. It's like Edward hands.
0: Yeah. Why is your stuff. finger bleeding? Oh, I was shaving my head. Oh, okay. Normal <laughs> stuff. I'm glad you're my boss. Move on. I am... Uh... I think we've discussed that I switched from Spotify to Apple for streaming. So
1: the other night I was like, "Oh, it's like it's quiet outside. We're going to sit out on the patio." Apple made a, a chill mix for me, so I was like, "I'll put on the chill mix." It was at least seventy five percent jazz flute, so I want our listeners jazz to know flute. that I am still I am still rocking the jazz flute. Yusuf Latif, his album Detroit Sounds, really like that one. Uh, there's a one I just started listening to by uh, someone named Lloyd McNeil, who I did not know. I really like the Lloyd McNeil album, so. Doing the jazz, I was, I,
0: I was wondering why you were drinking so much light blue Gatorade, and now I realize that yeah. last night you were listening to a chill playlist about with jazz flute. Then it's
1: like, I mean,
0: there's only one thing that that leads to.
1: Finally, uh, today, um, I had a day, uh, my, my son was at kindergarten, which is a whole other story. Kindergarten is exhausting, guys. And I mean, are Jesus, you homeschooling? I thought, no, I thought these kids were supposed to be tired when they get home. He comes home, no. and he's like on 10 from yep. the minute he, he gets home at three. His new thing is he likes to play Mario Kart on his bike, which is him and me riding our bikes in circles in the cul-de-sac and him saying, Dad, which Mario Kart character are you? Dad, which Mario Kart character is the clumsiest?
3: Dad, what's that thing where you go over the rainbow and then what happens? Yeah, Matt. Oh, so that that means that some kid in his... Kindergarten like plays religiously like Mario Kart, right? Cause I got, yeah. I've got that with like Mike Tyson's right. Punch Out now. Like, so which character is before the Sandman and what right, is Sandman's right. favorite yes. move? And then shit. how do, you, okay, did you know that in when you're placing, uh, the Russian guy, do you know that when there's a guy who takes a picture with his camera, <laughs> Soda Popinski, when, when a guy takes a picture up over his right shoulder, the camera, that's when he's going to punch. Did you know that dad? I'm like, no, yeah. how the hell am I supposed to know that? You know, so right. these kids, like they just talk,
0: Is your kid going to school with Russell? Like, is Russell one of his classmates? Because that sounds like a conversation I've had at media party with Russell, verbatim. All these girls are trying to talk to us, and I'm like, Russell, Russell, I've never seen anybody beat the Sandman. I I can't believe it. And then to celebrate when I beat Mike Tyson, Rob's kind of doing the King Hippo thing, where his shorts would drop
2: down below his waist. (laughs) Then you hit him in the mouth
0: every time those shorts go down, right? I'm currently doing the King Hippo one arm up.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> but ended on a good note today. Um, my lady had to go to the office today, which she, she was not pleased about. But it meant I was home alone all day. So I did what what anybody does when they're home alone. Oh, boy. Were
3: you laying down or are you standing up? Were you laying little down or
1: both, standing up? Little of both. Okay. I m- made myself a tuna melt. Oh. And I used the whole can of tuna for myself.
0: Oh, my <laughs> god! Yes. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. A whole can of tuna? A
1: whole can just for me. What? Nobody else. No one's looking, making
0: a big mess. It's a huge, messy tuna mill. That's all for me. That's it. That was well, my that's day. what they call it now. You're using technical. <laughs> two, you're just using two regular slices of bread, right? Like you don't have like a sub or a. No, I toasted or it. Right. I mean, a and hero. I,
1: went, I went and bought some tomatoes too. So I had tomatoes. And a whole can of tuna, and I toast the bread. You know, and yeah, it's, that's that's
0: the dream right there. Your fucking life, man. Like you that's don't what have time. You, when they got you're time stressed for time before your meeting, and you're making a giant. I mean, I, I just want you. Yeah, guys to because measure.
1: it takes. Do yeah, you know how long it takes to make a real good tuna melt? That's what happened. I mean, I finished my tuna melt, and I was no, like, oh, how, I really actually, how long does it take my head
0: to make a full to make a whole tuna melt? How long does that process take you? Like thirty minutes. Oh my god! So I want everybody, like really right now, everybody right now. Everybody right now. Stop the podcast. Go to the beginning. <laughs> listen to all the stuff we talked about, and then at this point, Aaron would be done with his tuna melt sandwich. Yeah, think about that. That's wild to me. That is a it takes long time. A lot time.
1: longer to make than it is to eat it. Like you just then you just crush that thing. It's great.
2: It's the exact amount of time someone who's bad at Mike Tyson's punchout takes to
0: get through one round with glass Joe, Three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that's unbelievable. So you that'd have a that'd be me. So you, I mean, because a can we're talking like the can of cat food, right? That's how big. That's how big. Yeah, a, like a regular cans. size. Yeah. Right. How do you that's fit a, that onto one slice of
1: that's bread? One, that's one serving size. Well, you so pile it up there, man, and then you smash it down. Oh my god, that's so
0: much tuna. I know.
1: It's the, isn't that, isn't, I mean, it's one can. I'm one person. Isn't that the right amount?
0: No. Look at a can of tuna. That That can't be one serving. There's no way. That's like a full tuna.
1: I think it's like 2.5. Yeah. (laughs) Full
0: tuna. It's just a whole fish in there. 2.5. That means that you need at least five pieces of bread to hold that much. And you're trying to do it with two. Aaron, I, I sl- did it, man. I'm telling you. I I'll make you, you one. You
1: come visit me. You come Russells. visit me. I'll make you a true hero.
2: Speaking of sticking a whole tuna in
0: there, I was thinking about
2: this the other day. I had a bunch <laughs> of chicken wings and I was like, God damn, a lot of chickens had to die for me to eat all mm-hmm. these chicken wings. Oh, you guys ever true. think
1: about that? Yeah. There's only two on each chicken,
3: right? It's right? Yeah. not like there's six on a chicken. No. I know. <laughs> and Then you get the real
0: little ones and you're like, how old were these chickens? <laughs> <man?"> <laughs> oh, and then I have that full gras, you know? And I'm like, geez, they just had to force feed so many geese for me to get this yes. stuff. And I feel terrible that I'm ordering it, you know, by the pound, because I'm ordering it online from a country <laughs> where you get illegally. I just feel terrible. It just eats me up inside. Russell. Yes, sir. Russell. Do you know the difference between a
3: piano and a fish? I don't. What is the difference? You can tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. Oh, oh! oh. that was a high heater. That was Matt's joke of the month. So I had to play a take little. song. Take that it. one to your nieces and nephews.
2: Awesome. I thought it sounded like that. Maybe that should be played after a strikeout, Rob.
0: <laughs> Actually, our callers might be geniuses. <laughs> hmm. That's so, that's so, so, so smart to say. Well, Aaron, that's an insane, your 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 string of stories are absolutely insane. And I, I can't- Usual stuff, just I, usual stuff. I can't get enough. But to be honest, I mostly think about Russell's Randy Savage impression still. Uh, Matt, rolling going, how's it going with you?
3: Uh, good, good. couple things. Uh, I got a list here. My uh, rolling going prepared. last week was pretty horrible, pretty horrible. So I thought I better at least come a little bit prepared today. So. No, no, I thought yours was good. No, I, yeah, was, I, I, I made a list. I made yeah. a list. And um, I
0: remember it. Don't ask me what it was. I, I don't have time to get into it right now. Right, I definitely exactly.
1: remember it. Uh, uh, two, three to treat a
0: lady. No, that was two or three
3: two, things here. Two weeks ago. Uh, had some friends in town from Maine. <laughs> they will never listen to this podcast. They'll never tell them about this podcast. But Go it's ahead. just a reminder it's fun when people come into town and visit and you haven't seen them in a long time. So I thoroughly look forward to our uh, trip to Las Vegas this year, which will be January 14th, 2023. Jan oh, uh, no, will J- we'll be in Las Vegas, we're January 14th, Mike 2023. We'll see my, Magic Mike there. We'll, we'll we'll figure out where we're staying, Mike, and we'll Listen, let you know. So,
0: unless he knows where a fuck fest is going on, he is not <laughs> coming down. But if he could get us to one, we would think about it. He might be part of the friend group. Real quick, we'll get so, him a shirt.
3: Matt, you had friends come into town. Did they stay at your house or at a hotel? No, no, they're uh, two very successful people. And so when they come into town, they like Airbnb a whole house for like two weeks kind of a thing. And, you know, they just... They they them. do it right. They don't uh, they don't impose anybody. But had pizza at Red Wagon. You know, usually I'm a Pizzeria Lola guy in South Minneapolis here. And, oh, I've had Lola.
1: And, Shout out to yeah. Replacements guy who bought Lola for me last time I was in Minneapolis. Oh,
3: we got to talk about Replacements again. I, I thought we were. I'm right. Sorry, I got. I kind of give, you, give <laughs> me. A replacements shot. Yeah. guy seems like a good guy. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm starting so to think we Aaron's to... only
2: friends are on this podcast or the replacements
3: guy. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, and a big can of tuna.
3: Yep. Or accurate. somebody they call Little
0: Rosie. I don't know, yeah. I just, I don't know why
3: they call him Little Nobody Rosie. Nobody knows why they call him him. He's taller yeah, so than confusing. Rosie, so why do they call him Little? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's in comparison? Maybe, I don't know. I, maybe he'll...
2: Magic Mike can figure it out next time he comes to Vegas with us. Little <laughs> nice. Rosie's been known to frequent the King's Corner. Everybody on
0: this podcast, all of their friends listen and like participate, except for mine. I would argue that my friends are the least. Like I barely have. I don't know what it is. I think people I know listen to me talk the most on this podcast, and they're like, "No, I get enough of this." Like in real life. enough. Yeah,
3: we, ha- you know. And then it's the weirdest. It's the weirdest thing because you have just like the most random people, right? So a bunch of us got together because Pete from St. Paul was moving out to Michigan for a while. And so we all got together, and, of course, we sit there, we come down. You know, and it's summer, right? And we get paid dick for doing this thing. So we have zero responsibility to anybody to actually put out a podcast every Tuesday or whenever the cup comes out. I don't know what day it comes out. But all of a sudden, Joel from Woodbury says, oh, so you guys uh, took a little week off or something? Yeah. Huh? I, got, I heard the best of but It's like... Yeah, Joe, yeah. we did, you know, fuck so. off, fuck off. <laughs> Joe. The worst no, about I'm having kidding. to take a week off is
2: Rob's the teacher. <laughs> Rob has all this time to do it. And then he took like four months of European vacations yeah. to interrupt
1: our recording. So they're just showing his speedo to the whole
0: Europe. Oh, don't yeah. even get me started on that. I was, I was feeling good in my speedo. I was feeling like body positive. And then I was diving in and my daughter took a picture of me like bending over in it. And she showed me the picture, and I, I honestly wanted to just put stones in my Speedo and walk into the ocean. Just walk as deep as I can and never come out. When I saw this picture, I was like, oh, my God. Like, what well, is I going on? I think that thing
3: was a little too skinny to hold any more stones. And it oh, it wasn't, <laughs> so I don't know
0: if it would have been. Like, I make jokes about the <laughs> gray stuff and everything, stones. but when you see a zoomed-in photo that your daughter has taken and you actually see it, you're like, mm, yeah, this should not. I should not be wearing a Speedo. Uh, another
3: another note, another note. Football, high school football starts tomorrow. <laughs> (laughs) In Wisconsin. Wow.
2: High school football rules, doesn't it? High school football (laughs) does rule. Yep, it
3: does rule. So Matt, are you refing
2: again this year? I know you've been a ref for a long time. Are you yep.
3: refing high school again. football? Reffing again, yep. Friday night lights, all that good stuff.
1: Wow. Stuff.
3: So good for you, man. Uh, yep, doing again. Um and then finally I got in my notes that I took a flight, Rob. I took a, a flight. flight? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. I th- I was you know,
0: you know, I was so confident about where the button was and then I just totally blew it. Oh now I just—I know I've Sorry. doubly blown it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 doubly blown.
0: Are you standing up or are you laying down? Standing up, stories. These are the stories, that,
2: are the
0: are stories about you? <laughs> that I like. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Russell, have mercy tonight, on me. Flight
3: tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like you
2: guys I'm, are celebrating this too much. I don't think it's. As I'm good glad, as you I'm glad the it's macho. I'm not,
3: I'm not gonna lie. Like I, this feels like a bit we've started to drive into the ground. But I cheat huh? every time we go on these flights. I try to find different reasons no. to you know, talk about something. <laughs> yes. I don't know. And I'm glad Macho Man has made out. it to come uh, to come liven it up a little bit.
0: I was showing my kids a text chain where it's just us sending pictures to each other of our thumbs down when they don't let us watch <laughs> movies during the announcements. And my eight year old was like. What is your problem? Like, why are you doing this with friends? I was like, I don't know. We think it's funny. Nobody else does. You
3: shouldn't interrupt the damn movie.
0: Yeah, it is. There rude.
3: should be. I mean, there should really be something, right? Like, it, do we really need to know where the exits are anymore? I mean, when was the last time a plane crashed anywhere? Were you? And, and, and I can tell you, if the plane crashes, like you're not going to get up and be
0: like, now I will
3: simply walk toward the exit. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, jeez, I don't know where the exits are. Yeah. Oh. It might be behind me. Oh, the good worse. thing I noted that it might be behind me. Uh, two things. One, I went down to, just as a side note, but I went down to Palm Springs, Ooh. Uh, Florida, which of course is home to Mar-a-Lago. So of course I oh. need to drive by. Just to see what the shit show was or oh, yeah. There. It was it was pretty funny. It yeah. Was but
0: but Palm Springs is unbelievable. You had your federal booty inspector shirt on, so you were able to run <laughs> in and <laughs> grab
3: a Palm Beach, I'm sorry, Palm Beach, not Palm Springs, Palm Beach, but it was in West Palm Beach, Florida, and it was unbelievable. That place is nuts, just oozing rich people. I don't know, it's crazy. But I think I found a new game to entertain myself when getting onto an airplane and that's Ooh. to see if you can be the very last person onto oh. the plane. Oh, I love it. Love it. Like if you don't have to put up, I mean, like again, like if, I you, have love a, this if game. you have a check bag, you got to, I mean, or a carry on bag that you have to put up top. You can't play this game, but if you're doing like a day trip or a, you know, one night where you got a bag that can go under your seat, I try to figure oh, it out, man, I love it. but there is a, portion of society that it seems to be playing this game at all times because mm-hmm. i was with there was three other guys and there's three other oh, guys lingering. and everybody was lingering <laughs> and it was like this <laughs> chess match yeah it's where he's you know, like, the, like it's who's bad and the ugly yeah so the first time i You're like just looking I at just each went, other i just went for it right and i'm mean, like i got on and so there was like five or six people behind me and i think there's people that are like uh waiting on a seat or what are they called when they're in um We're waiting to see if you're going to stand by. Uh, Yeah. So there might be standby people, but there's definitely this group of people. And so the second time I'm like, Oh, I'm going to see what's going on with this. So, I start walking towards the gate and then I just veer off over to the oh. left over here, go around, go around the pole and come back around again just to see. I got two people. but There's still two more people behind me that are definitely playing the game. Oh my so God. That's my, wow. that's my, my latest. Uh, so did you win though? Did you? Were, no? Did you, nope. I lost. I lost both times trying to play this game, but it's and do, now. Do you, wait,
1: do you wait until they're saying like final boarding call or like, well, see, this is your what your I need. Name, we need like,
3: you know, since Russell is not attached, we need him to call up his uh, flight attendant girlfriend again to oh, figure geez. out, like... I, I didn't think we were talking about that. Really. You know, like, the flight... You know, when is the last person on? And oh if God. I mean, maybe if we could talk... Maybe we, we should just bring her, bring her on the podcast. Ever
2: get. I totally forgot
3: about that.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. He's just going fucking nuclear. Just fucking... Maybe we can bring it. Earth.
3: And so... <laughs> I don't know, like, if I don't get up to there, like, if I check in, am I good? Or, like, when do uh, the, when do uh, the door, standby right? people, yeah, or no, when do the standby people get assigned a seat? So, like, oh, do right. they wait? And they're, like, you know, like, if, I, if I've checked in, but I'm not there, do I Dude. risk losing my seat if I, like, absolutely like wait to the last second? game
2: of chicken, isn't it? This, this is yeah, a dangerous game, my friend. It
3: is a dangerous game, but... I don't know. So, Russ, maybe you can call her up, Russell, and just see if we can get her
0: on <laughs> Yeah, so we can get this answer. Okay?
3: And we'll wait.
2: Okay? All right.
0: We'll wait. Maybe we got time.
3: I don't
1: know if right. anyone else who's listening would be interested to hear that conversation, but maybe, maybe another listener might want to hear how that goes. Yeah. Kind of like, what kind of familiar area is there? Like, you know, those sorts of things.
3: Well, Manny from South St. Paul seems to love listening to all of Russell's stories while he's in
0: the shower. Yeah, so I'm sure he would care. So we have at least one other person. Can I tell you guys, by the way, how upset I was by that text? We had a friend who said, oh, happy birthday, Russell, you know, blah, 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 all the stuff we say. And then he said, I love listening to your voice in the shower. And I was like, what the fuck? I've never heard that once in my life that he likes listening to my voice in the shower. Listen to my voice. Wouldn't you love to listen to this in the shower? Like that is a voice you want to listen to. This is a true announcer's voice. I. Th- th- this is what you want to hear in the shower. Brrr, nice and deep. I hear you. So I don't know. I'm, I'm going to have to keep playing this game.
3: I'll let you know how it goes, but I, I don't know if I can completely risk it. Um, to miss a flight. I don't know if that's worth it. So the game is almost
2: can. a game of the airplane
0: closeout man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're
2: the airplane
1: yeah, you're the airplane
2: closeout
3: man. Matt,
0: when you're older, are you gonna sit there and wish that you had not pushed it as far as you absolutely possibly can before getting on the plane. Absolutely I mean, not. I, I mean, like having to turn sideways yet. to get through the door as they're closing it to run down. That's what I want to see. I want to see you like really. I did.
3: I did. I did. When I was getting off the flight, I was back in Minneapolis, and I'm walking through the airport, and you're walk, you know, you walk by a bunch of other gates, and there was a lady running up, and it was five thirty four. You could see it on the clock they have in yeah. there, and she says. And she's running up to the gate, and you can see the other a plane backing out, right? And oh, she's no. saying, "The flight's supposed to leave at five thirty-five. It's only five thirty-four, <laughs> and so she had missed her flight." <laughs> you can see the plane like <laughs> that'd be the worst thing. And she
0: as she ran by, Matt tipped her cap and is like, "Wow." That's like yeah. seeing Tom Brady of Matt's, of Matt's airplane waiting <laughs> game. She's like, wow, See that there's line a Hall right of famer. there?
3: You just found it. You, you just did. found the line. You found right the there. limit. You
2: found the limits. Was she running through the at the airport like Kevin McAllister's mom, wondering what Rob was probably doing <laughs> at home with no parents around? <laughs> Rob, you're such a disease.
1: <laughs> He's probably making a tuna sandwich with two cans of tuna. Oh, <laughs> can you imagine a sandwich with two cans of tuna? That's, that's exactly
0: what I need in my life. Uh, I'm just thinking about the wet bandits again. I can't get enough of it. So that was great. Uh, Rolling going. Russell, how's it going with you?
2: Rolling going. Things are going good. Uh, I mentioned earlier, it was my birthday the other day. I know you guys. uh, Happy birthday. Manny wished me happy birthday by saying he liked listening to my voice in the shower is a a beautiful thing to hear. So last night I I went out uh, for a dinner at a really cool restaurant in the Minneapolis area. It's called Martina. It's an Argentinian restaurant. Really good food. Really good service and everything. But at the end, we were ordering a dessert. And so we ordered this dessert. And the person I was with, the foodie that I was with, said, hey, it's actually this person's, Russ's birthday. And they're like, this oh, we're your birthday song.
1: So they didn't do a birthday long. song. Hey, hey. There was
2: hey. no happy, happy birthday <laughs> from us today. There was none of that. And I, was, I, it's, I don't think it's the type of restaurant that would do that. But when our dessert came out, she brought us another dessert. So there were two desserts. So I was going to ask you guys to see if you could tell which one was the real dessert and which one was the birthday dessert. Okay. We're
0: going to play real dessert or birthday dessert with Russell. All right. The the first dessert is is an
2: Argentinian pancake with banana, dulce de leche, and caramel. Okay. Sounds good. And the second dessert... Was a raspberry sorbet
0: with raspberries and chocolate cake crumble. Okay, guys. Now let's let's talk about this as a group. Easy. And I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I cannot see Russell by choice ordering a rat. Now we all know he loves the <laughs> he loves the Prince, but would he order a raspberry sorbet? With chocolate cake Chocolate cake Well see But I don't know Cake Russell's gonna order
1: Russell's gonna order The specialty the house Wherever he goes And it sounds like The Argentinian Yeah I was gonna
0: say
3: Martina Linden Hills right Isn't that where that's at Russell You're right man Yeah Linden Hills Hills, Excellent little part of Minneapolis I would have to say Given your proclivity to try, you know, like, what's the house specialty? Yep. What do these people do the best? All that good stuff. You probably asked the waiter, what's your favorite dessert? And you ordered the Argentinian pancake yep. That's what with the bananas. That's what Russell, I'm guessing
0: you went with. Was the Argentinian pancake the real dessert? Final answer.
2: That is correct. It yes. was the real dessert. Is, you guys were yes. right. Thank you. Thank Matt you. was almost 100% right with his analysis, but... Uh, the only part he got wrong was that I actually had it once with the flight attendant when I was there, Matt. So i actually. <laughs> oh, you
1: did. So you knew all about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus
2: Christ. So much.
3: Just doubling so hold down. on. So hold
2: on. Tell, tell Just on. So,
1: doubling down. So
3: you took the flight attendant there and then you took a different date to the same restaurant? Matt, the flight attendant took me there.
1: Oh, <laughs> there we go. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is like. We're building a dog house for Russell's
0: dog house right
1: now. This is no. like, this is your out in the woods. We, we need the hammer and the
0: nails. Didn't we used to have a hammer and nails <laughs> or, build, or build the dog house? Russell, Russell is living that Rob lifestyle where he just says whatever he wants and then thinks about it later and regrets it. But head. I did, I did
2: immediately think of you guys when, when they brought out the birthday dessert, I immediately thought now I can see why Rob's wife does the fake birthday thing out when they're out with dinner with friends. The birthday dessert is great. You should get the birthday dessert
0: every, every time, time you go out. Why not? So you frustrated. made it out of the
1: house? You made it to a restaurant? You deserve the birthday
0: dessert. So next time, Russell, you're going to go and fake your birthday to get the birthday dessert? I might. <laughs> I, w- I, won't, I won't do it
2: at Martina again because they might remember me for faking it the last time.
0: <laughs> Sir, we talked to you about the bathroom and now the dessert thing. Come on.
2: So anyways, <laughs> after we were leaving and the, 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 we were le- heading back and immediately we were like, well, we, should, we could either call it a night or we could go, we could chase the night a little bit, go out and have some more fun. Chase the night, do it, chase so, the night. Yeah, random decided, okay, we're going to Uptown afterwards. <laughs> we're going to the bar, the oh. barcade in Uptown where they've got all the pinball random. machines, they've got all the older yes. arcade games. And like, I walk in and immediately, I'm so torn because they got all these games and, and it's so fun, but I'm legit almost twice as old as everyone that was in there. And it's such okay. a weird feeling, like being at like an, an 80s, 90s type arcade thing with a bunch of 25 year old hipsters that I think are there like to be ironic when you're there like and thinking oh these were the games I grew up with you know what I'm saying (laughs) oh
1: yeah
0: yeah you're playing x-men because it's fun and you never actually got to the end of it and you finally have money where you can do it they're there making a joke of playing as cyclops or whatever they don't take (laughs) it as seriously as you do
2: but anyway, so we played a few games and I thought I'd share some of my favorite arcade games with you guys and then learn about what your favorite ones were. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, so Russell, let's hear it. I like this. I like Some this. of the ones I immediately go put in 20 bucks. I've got tokens for everything. We got enough tokens to, to last us the whole night. And you know what? Barcades are relatively inexpensive. You can put in a coin or two coins mm-hmm. and yeah. play a game for a while. It's not, it's not like you're getting ripped off for anything. So the, the the games that really jumped out to me that I had to play the first one, Mortal Kombat. Test yeah, your might. Are you guys Mortal Kombat game. guys or not? Yes, any God.
1: fighting game. I mean, it was more I was more Street Fighter 2 than Mortal Kombat, but I like them both.
0: I'll tell you, any game where you could do hit the buttons and punch a guy in the nuts, I was all for it. Johnny Cage, all the way. Loved Mortal Kombat.
1: Yep. Any game where you can kind of compete by mashing buttons, also. Yeah. That totally.
2: Another fighting game that uh, we played was. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. Do you guys remember that one? This one was fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) That was
3: a great game. That's a four-player one where you can play four players. Yeah. Four players, oh, man. I
0: nice. wonder who I should be. Should I be uh, Raphael with tiny, teeny, tiny weapons, or should I be Donatello with the world's longest weapon that I can hit anybody yeah. from from way away? Dummies, of course.
1: Actually, I beat that one with what some friends not that long, like before COVID. But I, I, I beat that one with some friends at a, really? at a barcade. Yes, for me, real. Yeah. How
2: long did it? How long did you have to play? Like, did you have to keep pumping in coins for all yeah, night or I think, what?
0: I think we did for yeah for about an hour or so. I think maybe longer. It is true as an adult, you're like, oh, I would spend $40 on a night out easily, so I'm going to spend yeah, $40 just to... fucking winning The Simpsons. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going <laughs> to get this done.
2: Speaking of The Simpsons, I was going to save this one, but that was, I think, one of the worst games I've <gasps> ever seen. What? Oh, it's, no. it's essentially like oh, the no. Ninja Turtles game where it's a, you're moving forward and you're fighting, but instead yep. of having a stick or, like, a staff or whatever you call that and a sword or, and the size and all that, all you have is if you're Bart,
0: you're hitting people with a skateboard, yeah. and if you're Marge, you're hitting them with a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, the classic Marge Simpson <laughs> vacuum cleaner that she's so well-known for. Homer, by the way, also had his bowling ball in a bag that you could hit people with, just to be clear. Oh, I
2: didn't.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not that I'm a weird kid who went to the arcade, and, like stole money out of his parents' purse and then went to the arcade. I didn't do that.
2: Another game that I thought was fantastic, NBA Jam. Were you guys oh. big NBA oh, Jam oh, yeah. guys back yes, in the yes. day? Yes. yes.
0: What an unbelievable... He's heating up! What a what a terrible time for me to have not added those NBA Jam sound clips. I got rid of those. Just and the one time we're talking about NBA Jam,
3: boom shakalaka.
2: I did have a I did have a make a mistake on the NBA Jam game. We played uh, the Sonics versus the Timberwolves. I believe it was Sean Kemp and Gary Payton versus Leitner and Chuck Person. Yeah, I believe is correct. Kemp and
1: Payton is one of the best duo duos on the
2: game. And so we're playing, but I immediately made a mistake and I put a bunch of coins in and I accidentally hit the third player button. So all of a sudden my team had one guy who just stood there the whole time. (laughs) And so then I'd have to like, Occasionally, use the joystick and move the other guy around.
0: But see, I think you made a huge mistake by not being Scott Skiles doing the magic. I mean, Scott Skiles and Shaq, because he was Shaq was not in the Genesis versions. They was, took him out for all those. It was just the arcade. Was it Kevin
3: Kevin Johnson and Charles Barkley too at the same time? was a good, good one. Ooh, That's yeah. a good one.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'll never forget. I had a I had a friend of mine. Uh, actually, Sam was playing that game, and he was playing it at Sam, Welch Village. Sam, and we were, he was oh. he was playing it, and he was playing it, and he was using this special character. Named Benjamin. And I was like, oh my God, he's got a guy named Benjamin. He's unlocked. He's got a code. Cause I know, I'm sure you did big head mode, Russell, right? You held pass and held the controller up so you could play big head mode. But he used Benjamin. And I said to him, I go, where, it, what's the code to get Benjamin? He goes, what are you talking about? I said, you have this special character, Benjamin. It turned out he was playing with some guy in the Hawks named Benjamin. And I was reading as Benjamin in classic guy fashion for approximately the next 12 years, every time Sam see me, he would say, Oh, Ben to make fun of me yes. for something. I screwed up saying once yes. it's like, I haven't seen him for classic 10 years. I see Sam. him and he's like, Ben jamming. I'm like, yeah, thank you very much.
2: And then I was going to give you guys one more and see if you had a favorite, two of the all time classics. Are you guys? If you had to go Donkey Kong or Mario Brothers, and you could only have one forever, which one would you pick? The regular Mario Brothers, the, the original, regular, Mario Brothers? the first Super Mario Brothers. Where you're
1: like, I'd just go, I'd the- go Don- I'd go Donkey Kong from the Orthodontist office. <laughs>
2: Well, you wait, your orthodontist had an arcade game? That's yeah, wild. I had Donkey Kong, yes.
1: He
0: had an yeah. arcade game at your orthodontist? Dude, yeah.
1: Dr. Langwith had an arcade game. He had Donkey Kong
0: in his waiting room in his office. So, what happened wow. if he called you in and you were in the middle of a game? You just had to stop you just and go in. Just get up and go, man. That's it. Yeah. I'd be so mad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Put on those fucking braces, you there piece no of shit. No records. Oh, no I was records. just about to get to a kill screen. Oh, my God. I can't. Donkey Kong, yeah. I, you know what? I'm going to come up with one, Russell, right now. I'm going to tell you, Joust. If I could own an arcade game, I would think about Joust. I used to play Joust all the time. It's the simplest game. It's so stupid. I couldn't get enough of it. I loved it. Matt, Aaron, do you guys
3: have any favorites? Uh, Miss Pac-Man. You know, and then we had one in college for a while. That's um, right. You did. That was got pretty beat up because we played it so much. Mm -hmm. But uh, Miss Pac-Man, I like that.
0: You can imagine a Miss Pac-Man arcade in a uh, college pod of like 12 college-age guys would not cause an extreme amount of competition to the point of hurting friendships, actually. That wouldn't happen at all.
1: (laughs) No, never, never. (laughs) My current favorites are Galaga and Street Fighter because there's a place in Oakland called Arthur Max that has uh, a Street Fighter machine, and then it also has a machine that has, from one quarter, you can choose from, like, 24 classic games, and Galaga is one of them. Oh, And my son... My son loves it. He's all about it. And we go and there's pizza and beer there. And oh. then you you can play three arcade games, bring as many quarters as you can. He loves Street Fighter. He loves Galaga. So we, Galaga, we play together. He does the the shooting and I do the steering and we've made it to level four so far. So that that's
0: probably pretty fun. I would get so mad at my kid. if They were <laughs> shooting I was And I'd be
3: like, <laughs> <laughs> like you just did.
2: So last night uh, to, to wrap up my rolling and go on, I had to take out my phone and put one thing in my notepad while I was at the, at the barcade at up down. And it was, I was sitting there and I, all of a sudden this guy came in a few games down from us and he started playing a game called slalom skiing and he played it for like a half hour and he was Whoa. just by himself. What? And I was like, who is the guy who comes into a barcade by themselves at midnight and plays a slalom skiing game by themselves for like a half hour.
1: That's who the guy that's person? comfortable.
3: That's the guy that's comfortable in his own skin, right? there. Nice. Yeah, just doing like, his I own just need thing. some slalom yep.
1: skiing to get me through the night.
0: Bye. You know, hey, Russell, day. I've been searching my memory banks about who could be coming in and playing slalom at midnight at the arcade. And I wonder if it's, Ingemar Stenmark. And of course, we all know that Ingemar Stenmark was the number one position of great skiers who was from Rosio in Sweden. I think, if I remember right, he was born in like 1956 and grew up in Tanabe. And a lot of people, including that little box at the top of Google, that's usually actually wrong, consider him one of the greatest alpine skiers of all time. So maybe that's his You think he's needs. the one who was at Barcade? It would be like if you were doubt. playing Street Fighter at midnight and Blanca came in right next to you and started playing. Like <laughs> <laughs> He's hitting the button so fast, he's electrifying himself. <laughs> Russell's looking around for Chun-Li. I wonder if Chun-Li's going to come in. <laughs> you, is, Rob, roll going. How's it going with you? Okay, I, I'm just going to show you this picture real quick. There's no need for us to talk about this very much. I want to show you, have you seen what Papa John's... Now, Papa John pizza, of course, is, in my mind, used to be good. OK, and What's I the, know because they had the garlic butter, What's the garlic. Good? And I realized I think it was just the garlic butter. I think I just yeah. like the garlic butter. There's nothing okay. else about it. I like because yep. I've ordered it you. twice yep. since this whole thing with him being. It turns out Papa John Schnatter, not a great guy. OK, in yep. fact, no. no, very, very he's bad. Got
3: some different views on His, life. Pizza, no, he's bad. There's not different views. He's extraordinarily
0: <laughs> bad. His the pizza has is terrible now. It's absolutely the worst pizza. And to solve this problem, Papa John's has decided to come out with new pizza bowls are you looking at this picture that i'm sharing right now look at this what it is is it's a bowl it's like a burrito bowl right except it's pizza so it gets rid of the crust okay like a microwave dinner yeah looks look it up folks. that's weird now i'm going to tell you right now you have to eat one of these okay otherwise uh russell's going to come over and stare in your window all night long which one of these would you get i can do that regardless of whether (laughs) you eat the papa john's
1: What are are our options here?
0: Which one of these flavors are you going for? And again, this is pizza, no crust. It's just the sauce, the meats, the veggies, and melted cheese in a bowl. I'm going to go with the Italian meats trio. You get the Italian meats trio, trio, chicken Alfredo, (laughs) Alfredo, or gargian veggie. I'm
1: going to do chicken Alfredo. I'm going to
0: do chicken Alfredo. Oh my God. Aaron's ordering a Papa John's chicken Alfredo. (laughs) We We should make a bet. And if you lose, you have to order one of these. Uh, and look at the delivery person in the face when they bring it to you.
2: <laughs> you gotta look them in the eye. Yeah.
0: Thank you for bringing me this Papa John's bowl. I really appreciate it. I'm so excited to try this. No, I don't know how long this dairy product has been
2: sitting in an <laughs> unsafe p- temperature zone. Rob, if that, if that, uh, Papa, what's his name? Papa John, Papa mm-hmm. John pizza delivery person came, would you put slide the money out through the mm-hmm. little, Hole in the in the door like Kevin McAllister
3: did. <laughs> Keep the change, you filthy! Animal. Oh my! Hey, God. do you think do you think there's a, talk a about the album? Is there a Papa John's in Vegas when we're there, January uh, January 14th, 2023?
0: <laughs> Losing my can mind.
1: We, can we order a delivery to one of our hotel rooms for 2023?
0: C at the link. Vegas. <laughs> going to Vegas and eating Papa John's. Just all of us just snacking on a delicious chicken alfredo bowl. We just look I at each other know. and say, I, oh, we should we all did d-
2: go. We did go to Applebee's the one night. Oh, <laughs> you, oh you did? Oh, I missed that.
1: OK, never mind. <laughs> I have definitely eaten some regrettable pizza at, Papa, at in Las Vegas, but not Papa
0: John's. Live Through This, the album oh. by Hole, of course, fronted famously, famously by Courtney Love, who was married to Kurt Cobain of Nirvana. This is their second album. So Hole is kind of an interesting band. They actually started out as like hard, hardcore punk. The second album, this one got a little bit more melodic and they kind of got a little bit more success. And then their next one that had the hit song you heard earlier for Celebrity Skin on it. They went super kind of pop punk and, and got even more popular. And she kind of talks about it actually in the song about how she has to clean up the sound to get more and more people to listen to her. But basically Hole was started by Courtney Love and Eric Erlandson, the, the guitar player. And the I think the biggest thing with this album, right, is that we have Courtney Love, who is a lightning rod of a figure anyway. Like I remember just in the 90s, you just hear stories about her. Just being like, you know, she was she was addicted to heroin at the time that she was having uh, Francis, their kid. She did an interview in Vanity Fair about it, how she was still doing drugs while they had the baby. That got her in huge trouble. Francis has actually been taken out of her custody a number of times. I mean, every single story you're going to hear tonight involves uh, somebody being addicted to heroin or something terrible happening. And Courtney Love seems to be at the center of all of this. But at the same time, I think she also got a lot of hate because people you know, because she was a woman who was doing music and they wanted to somehow blame her for what happened with Kurt Cobain. Uh, and, Mm -hmm. and so I think that she kind of unfairly got maligned and she thinks this too. And, and all of this is mixed in the music. When I turned on this album, I was expecting to absolutely hate it because in my mind growing up in the nineties, you just didn't like Courtney love. Like that's what the way it was. And then when I heard it, I thought there were some parts of this album that really I thought were absolutely fantastic. Um, What's I mean? What's crazy about this album is we have Kirk Cobain dying two weeks before the release. We have the bass player dying from the same thing from an uh, well, not the same thing from an overdose two weeks after the album's related. So this whole album is just bookended wow. by um, absolute tragedy. And you can hear I mean, when you listen to this, you hear somebody going through. The struggles of addiction. She's talking a lot about motherhood in this. She's talking about, you'll hear milk referenced a number of times. A lot of people think it's not only mother's milk, but she's talking about addiction and how it's similar to the baby wanting milk and her wanting heroin, stuff like that. And really what we find out is that this was just, she, she got a seven record deal at the record company with a million dollar advance. That's how big everyone thought Courtney Hole was going to be. Like this was supposed to be the next big Taken off. I mean, it's crazy. So let's get and into. They were
1: pretty big for a while, right? I mean, they were all over MTV for a while, but huge. Um, but you know, I was, yeah, I guess, it fizzled fairly quickly. But
0: I, I, I think a lot of that too was just. I mean, I mean, how much is that as controversy, and how much of that it, do I think it's controversy? Because I've been told not to like Courtney Love by the media. I don't know. It's tough, isn't
3: well, it? I, I, you know, we we can get into it a little bit, and I I will say this up front that I really 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 like this album but I really did a deep dive after you know I, for whatever reason I've heard the lyrics on this album I don't usually yeah. listen to a lot They're of great lyrics. lyrics you should look them there's up there's some great, great lyrics there's some deep stuff I mean she talks about you know did she ask for it and did she ask it again you know kind of a yeah, thing yeah like, that one that one's that's a fucking some, killer I mean like that's you think you line. think about that and you're like oh fuck you know holy yeah, cow that's a killer you know, fucking line but, but I, I try to think about this too like if And I I don't want to have the discussion throughout the, the while we're listening to the music. If she didn't marry Kurt Cobain, is she as popular and is Hole as popular because of Nirvana? And I don't want to discredit Hole or Courtney Love or anything like that. But this is what I was thinking about the whole time. And I don't know the answer to this. And it's hard for me to tell. So I don't know if you guys got any insight to it, but it's hard for me to think. She's got this crazy life. If you read her bio, I mean, even like growing up and right. who her dad was. Her dad was a roadie for the Grateful Dead for all these times, you know. And all of this, I mean, there's just a crazy life in her background, you know, to come to where she's at. She's a a, a huge figure that's got this awesome life, and I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if there's popular if she if she's not attached to Nirvana
0: the way she is, but. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I, I think it's a valid question, right? I think that part of it is that it, it helped her definitely because people who knew knew she was, but I do think a lot of it colored people from listening to it, like instantly not liking it, kind of a Yoko Ono type effect, where you like you look back and you're like, oh, that was super sexist and wrong. But on the other hand, I mean, the stuff I'm going to talk about here, she's done a lot of terrible stuff. Like she is not the best person, so I I just don't know how to feel about all this. I was just going to
3: say. I felt a lot differently after looking at how she grew up. I mean, she was basically, she was a foster kid for like, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of years in her late teens, things like that. Like she had a weird growing up situation. It's, so. it's kind of
0: like, um, who did back, back to black, Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. I mean, it's kind of like Amy Winehouse, right? Where we have this narrative from growing up during that time. And then when you actually look back with a little bit of, empathy and maturity you're like oh this gross, is gross doesn't it this is totally different than what I thought and it does feel super gross I think that's perfect to talk about but I'm going to say this there's a lot of all there's a lot of female led punk bands there's no yep. female led punk bands that are as big as whole like it's something to think about why are they such a massive band that's maybe it has to do with how good this music is listen to this Violet great
1: starter
0: yeah this is a great opening track This is a song about him, about her, I'm sorry, Courtney Love dating Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins. I
2: I, I heard she said that uh, the song was about him being a jerk, and then she later said she hexed him and now he was losing his hair. I was wondering if Aaron, if a girl ever hexed you. I mean, possibly. I I think there's a very good chance, actually.
1: They they should call him, yeah. (laughs) If you hex me and made me lose my hair, call 802 277 and Let's hear what happened. Yeah.
0: I, I would might say have been that
1: it might've been that homeschool girl
0: that you met in middle school. Oh, right? that's right. Oh
1: yeah. It might've been <laughs> the homeschool. Didn't she wear I,
0: like a sack to the dance or something? That's how I, I remember. I, I don't think I treated her too bad. I I would say somebody is very slowly hexing me. I've noticed more and more. I got a haircut the other day, and my barber held up a mirror in the back, and I go, "Oh no!" And he was like, "Oh yeah. what?" And I said, "Oh no, the haircut's great. It's it's me. <laughs> I
1: it's mean, my own not, personal dis- The top is balding.
0: Seeing. The bottom of the back of my head looks like a roll of hot dogs that you pull out of the fridge. Like it's not it's not great stuff <laughs> oh, no. back there. Uh, the next song is about what we hope happens if a giant meteoroid comes. Miss World. This is the first single off the album. Talking about her substance abuse issues, abuse issues.
3: See, this feels like a, like a single song, or like one of those like early '90s indie movies. Like this is what it'd be on, you know. Yeah. So this is much softer than what they kind of grew up with, what their first album was. But I can see where they would put this out as the first song.
1: How many years after Exile in Guyville are we? Because I thought of Liz Fair so much listening to this album. What uh, this Um, came out in 94. This is 94. And I mean, I'm, I have to think she must've listened to exile and Guyville of 93. So they're actually contemporaries. Okay. Interesting. That's interesting. I I mean, I did think, and I did think mad about the point about like, why do we know more or less about a certain band? I mean, like I, I didn't really know Liz fair until we did the list. Yeah. Uh, And obviously the people at Rolling Stone did, and many people did. Um, but I obviously knew Courtney Levin hole because if you were 12 in 1992, that was a huge thing that happened and you paid attention. Lawn lady
3: with really thick red lipstick was playing like loud
0: guitar. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And then you knew of her. Yeah. And what was Kurt Loder's thoughts on the whole thing? That's what I was always interested in. I guys, I'm a Loder head from way back. I can't get enough Kurt Loder. (laughs) I don't
1: know. I was more of a Serena Altshul guy, but she was on. Channel 1 news first. So, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't have time <laughs> to we don't have time to go back into That's and, Rosie's left field take
2: of, of the
0: week. <laughs>
1: just This is this is a plumper guitar sound too, like
2: a little chunkier at the bottom. I, I love the guitar hook on this one. Great distortion. I some some of the lyrics on these songs were a bit a bit deep and a bit heavy
0: for me, but uh, the guitar riff on this one Was fantastic. Yeah. So she's talking here about how the how Frances Bean was taken away from her right after she was born and how everybody thought she was bad a bad parent and what she was going through. And I mean it's a, it's a shit show of a song. This is crazy. Aaron, I got a question for you. I
3: mean, as yeah. we listen to these songs, is there more than five different notes being sung throughout the whole thing? I mean, like, it feels <laughs> yeah, like that was like one so. or two. And then like she's got the really loud, you know. Aggressive, it's it's singing. It's not yelling. Yeah. It's singing. You know, it's definitely a skill and all that. But like, is that all like one note? And is that I mean, kind do? of. And like, it would be hard
1: to do for sure. Yeah. Like, I don't think anybody could. And I, I, I would, be, I'd be interested to hear her try to do it now because this is yeah. not something you can so do for she's your 58 whole life
3: now or something like that. Yeah, like, that I'd be seem interested like,
1: to hear because like it's not easy to do, but it does. You know, it's a limited kind of range
0: in those two two different ranges. She released an album in like 2019. It'd be kind of interesting to hear what she sounds like now with that. Yeah, we that. should listen to it. Um, she, it
2: sounds like she has an ugly but useful voice, right, Aaron? And 100, yeah, absolutely, man. Like this stuff works, and it and it, yeah. You know who? You know you know who doesn't have a, an ubu voice.
3: Expect the unexpected in the kingdom <laughs> of the madness, the Macho Man.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, this a perfect sound. This episode Oops. is a boon for those people who love Hole and Macho Man Randy Savage. So actually, yes. probably anybody our age come to think pretty of it. Pretty much like, just
1: it's, the four of us on this podcast. That's <laughs> pretty much it. Like, These do to shower, I guarantee yeah, you. Right. Reach the Venn
0: diagram. Yeah. So yeah. Asking for it. This is a song where she. Basically, she would, she would, she saw herself like having all these terrible things happen to her in concert when she would jump into the crowd. And she saw when she came back out, she was still smiling. So she's kind of reflecting on herself of like, oh my God, I'm putting up with all this shit. Like, uh, how, it's just. It says she basically would she'd go crowd surfing and people yeah. would just start ripping her clothes
3: off yeah, and her terrible. shoes off and everything. Like, just aggressive. Guy stuff that is really yeah. sad in And we, Matt already said cool. it. It's, the, it's such a
0: perfect line. And she was asking for it, she would have asked twice. It's just, yeah. Ugh. It just. It, it's so. I don't know. Especially as somebody with daughters. It's just like so powerful to hear her talking about this. And you can hear the pain that she's feeling with all this. Now, this one, I Jennifer's body, yeah, but I know it's it ostensibly about somebody who's keeping somebody below their bed like in a box. But a lot of people think that it might be about how we see women as individual parts rather than whole people, so. Pretty deep, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's... Russell, do another uh, Macho Man impression. Delightness mood, please.
1: <laughs> but also the driving kind of, I mean, the more sort of drawing on the sort of more anthemic mm-hmm. pieces of punk uh, where you've got a melody you know i think i think they're
0: making the music work for what they're trying oh, to say too i think it's hook driven and i think this album is yeah. volume driven too there's a lot of changes in intensity in the volume with these
3: well and, yeah. I, and it, it sounds bad and i i've tried to do as much research as i can it feels like it's heavily influenced by nirvana i like right, don't want to this, you, you know, like you don't right? want to say that but you, you don't want to it. say it but yeah. you, you, everything i read <laughs> says that yeah you know she heard four or five songs off Nevermind. You know, after, while she was doing this album, and you hear Nevermind yeah. come into but, this all the time.
0: Right, we're, right. we're we're going to have tons of albums that are influenced by Nevermind. You know what I mean? Like it's a yeah, seminal album, and she was yep. living it, right? She was like, yeah. she yeah. was living with him
1: when it was happening. So that's like, a true point, good point. You know. And maybe maybe Nevermind was influenced Rob, by her, right. her ideas too. Like you don't know how much they were sharing ideas back and forth yeah. when they were together. Totally. I you know I don't know much yeah. about that. Yeah. You guys are smart. Doll parts. So-
0: so this was this based This is such a great song. <laughs> this is a, yeah, this, a great one. This is uh, went all the way up to number four. Uh, it's one of their most popular songs. It's a poem. It kind of started as a poem that she wrote about Kirk Cobain about dating her and how like how can you find me attractive and So it, it kicks in, it's great. Yeah. I, I read something that was like, you know, when she wrote this song they were dating, when she recorded it, they were married, and when it was released he was dead. Like it's Ooh, it's a wild yeah, trip for you Love. Yeah, yeah, total whirlwind. Yeah, really and Q Macho Man. All right. I so. mean, there's
1: nothing we can say, man. This oh. is a deep, heavy album. Credit in the straight world. This is actually a cover
0: by the Young Marble Giants. Young Marble Giants. Yeah, it sounds like a band I would be into, actually. It's not like they might be Young Marble Giants. Like, we know for sure they're Young they're Marble for Giants. For sure, Young Marble, Marble Giants. Okay. But isn't it, sure. isn't it like an Irish band or something? Or I don't a know. Scottish band? I honestly, I, there was a 50 50 chance Aaron was going to be like, oh, yeah, I love Young Marble Giants. They're my favorite band. <laughs> I think they're so great.
1: <laughs> no, that one, that one that scooped me. I don't know that one. Softer,
2: softest. This is the part of the Home Alone movie where Rob's family all comes home and there's like 18 people in the room and
0: he immediately loses interest <laughs> in what he was doing before. Home, not alone. Oh, God. Uh, this is called... Oh, this she's a, milk again. Eh? This, yeah, this is about P-Girl and she said when she played it for MTV Unplugged, she said that this is about the girl that always smells like pee in your class. And she had to clarify later and say, I'm not talking about Tabitha Soren, the woman who works for MTV that I hate. That's not (laughs) what P-Girl's about. Which is such a great bit to be like, it's definitely not about Tabitha (laughs) (laughs) Soren.
2: It is a lot
0: like that parody Twitter account I ran for a little bit called Not a Serial Killer, where I found people that look like serial killers online. And then I would say they're not a serial killer until they got mad. So. But, and I, I want to say when I did understand. that, I was like 36 with two kids. So I, I think that, that it is, they don't understand it. They don't get it. They're not. They're the not. And I'm like, not. you're not a serial killer. And they're like, well, you can't say that. And I'm like, well, you're not. So please don't <laughs> say that you are because you're definitely not. Those aren't the eyes of somebody who has lost all love of life. <laughs> you guys,
2: this is definitely not a
0: bad podcast. No, it is no, not. not. A bad This podcast. episode is definitely not a huge hallmarks. bummer uh softer <laughs> softest no i'm sorry is no, what we, we just played she walks on she walks on me it's not about tablets sorry. not about and she said that this is about that one girl in high school who dresses like you to try to be cool and she's copying everything you do this and it's they, one of those albums
1: that musically, I mean, it's hard to get away from the persona, her story, yeah. what she's saying in the lyrics. But musically, it is one of those albums that is looking backward and forward at the same time. It's like situated
2: perfectly between punk and alternative and where alternative was going. Totally. The, this one was a little bit harsh, a little bit too hard for me to listen to. It reminded me of whatever the, remember the last song on Nirvana's album? Uh, the one that it just got a little bit loud, yeah. a little too loud for me and. Maybe now that I've had another birthday, I'm too old. This, this song got a little <laughs> loud for me.
0: <laughs> so a lot of people think that this song is about Kat Belgian, who was from the band Babes in Toyland, because they were friends. They had a band together called Pagan Babies, and they were known to dress very similar. And then they got, of course, like so many things. They got in a huge fight. And so a lot of people think that that song is about her. But um, she was in, what, song, what band did I say she was in? Babes and toy in Babes Toyland. Babes in Toyland. Of course, it's the. It's like quad- when Russell and
1: Rob go out wearing the same speedo at the beach, then they have a hard time, <clears> time getting <throat> together after that.
0: Being what? friends. Babes what? in Toyland, of course, is a classic Minneapolis band that is known yeah. to be part of the Riot Girl movement, which made me think, I, I don't know what the Riot Girl movement is. Let's do a list about the Riot Holy Girls. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. It's yeah, a deal. list.
3: Courtney Love shows. spent a little time in Minneapolis. So just like Lizzo was in Minneapolis oh, for like a hot minute. You know, I think yeah. we can claim Courtney Love as our own, right? Well, you know, I she's mean, in Minneapolis. she
0: did a lot of the writing this album for the inner utero sessions, which you know were recorded down by where I grew up. Cannon Falls. There you go. But- Um, so this is a a list. I want to teach you a little bit about the riot girl scene, which is is basically, uh, all girl punk bands. Um, and often they would change bands. They would kind of jump around a lot of them. Music wasn't the biggest thing that they could play the instruments, but they were kind of, um, hardcore, like girls are power. We can do these things to stop all these awful things happening at rock shows. And we're gonna sing songs about all these things that happen to women, sexual violence. We're gonna talk about how much we hate war. You know, it was like these kind of like, I think now we wouldn't even think twice about it, but 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 then seeing these it was like these super empowered women who are gonna tell you about it with their song. And the most famous band of all is called Bikini Kill. And this is Bikini Kill with Rebel Girl. I don't know this song. And so this is the kind of music called Riot Girl, which is G R R R L. You're going to look it up. G one more time, G Riot and then G R R R L. Sounds like a pirate. Uh, the lead singer of that band is Kathleen Hanna. Now, does that name ring a bell for anybody? Courtney Love fans out there? It does not. Who is it? That is who Courtney Love punched in the face at Lollapalooza and threw lit Whoa. cigarettes at. In 1995, and it turns out that she had dated Kurt Cobain, and at one point when they were living together, she spray painted a little phrase on his bedroom wall. And the lead singer for Bikini Kill is the one who spray painted "Smells Like Teen Spirit" and got him to call the song. So, because this Riot Girl movement comes out of Washington, you know, the same place as grunge, it's kind of a response to the to the not a response, but it's kind of along with the uh, grunge movement. Babes in Toyland, the band we were just talking about from Minneapolis. Uh, with Cat Bell and that is uh, was with Courtney and then they had a big fight this was a a person who hooked up with a bartender and said hey can you play drums and he said no and she said okay you're in my band and they got discovered (laughs) by Sonic Youth and then went out on tour with Sonic Youth Eventually ended up on Lollapalooza, the cover of Entertainment Weekly. And they were even mentioned on Roseanne, which is how you know you made it in the 90s. Babes in Toyland, Sweet 69. So they're,
2: uh, they're a Minneapolis band. I'm curious, uh, Aaron and Matt, you've gone to a lot of local shows in Minneapolis. Who are some of the greatest Minneapolis bands
3: ever? Um, there's this little band called Seafarer. That's out of Minneapolis. Yep. That's yeah. <laughs> good. but Instagram follow. Now was playing with Mumbato a lot. So this Mumbato band yep. got to Remember show that. up. In Another November good Instagram. That we got to go see. Um, I, you know, I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I can name a lot of the local scene. I'm not really into the local scene. All that. I much, got more so. into the local. I was, I mean, I was really into the Minneapolis
1: hip hop scene for a while. So idea and abilities, obviously, Atmosphere, High Respects obviously uh musab those are the ones i would like that i would see the most um but no i i didn't know i didn't i didn't know the, the minneapolis rock scene as well as some of our listeners might who스크 do obviously like people like you know i think if people were going to make a list of top minneapolis bands who스크 do would be there the
0: replacements any, yeah. a any are, I mean, and a lot Husses of these are a lot of these are a little bit
3: before us right condition mean, like, yeah
0: i would tell you about the minneapolis rob Scene, which is uh, where I where I try to order a pizza bowl at Papa John's. They don't have them yet, and I make a giant scene at the uh, yeah, one on Lindale. So crazy. if you want to come see the <laughs> Minneapolis Rob scene, feel free.
1: There was a band I really loved in Minneapolis that I saw at the Pizza Luce blog party a couple times called the Red Pens. I don't know if they ever really got anywhere, but I like the Red Pens a lot. But that was that was a while
2: a while ago. Hey Rob, I I think I know why Aaron uh, doesn't like Papa John's pizza, and I think it's because he's more of a Little Caesars guy because he likes the Bigfoot.
1: i like it hot and ready that's i was just i just i just want it hot and ready that's all
0: this is the most (laughs) 1990s show ever if you just brought up the bigfoot pizza remember when that thing came out and the ads because they were like it's a bigfoot pizza it's they're basically like it's fucking huge and i remember seeing that ad and being like jesus christ i gotta get that pizza it's so big like my that advertising totally worked on me i was like i gotta get this bigfoot pizza like I I could eat more pizza with it. It's a Bigfoot. And then I remember it got delivered and it wasn't in the normal pizza box. It was like in a huge, Huge long box. And you'd be like, fuck yes, we're getting the Bigfoot pizza. It's so big. It's unbelievable.
2: And it it had the big bag over it too. It wasn't just like a box that you would open, right? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. They wanted to keep it hot. And it's like, what would associate something with tasting good? Oh, yeah. Bigfoot, a classically delicious, good smelling creature. I mean, I watched Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> you know his dick smelled terrible. You know he had the smelliest dick you've ever seen, ever. There's so much hair.
2: <laughs>
0: okay, so back to the Riot Girls list, where I'm teaching you guys about Riot Girl bands. Appreciate the list. Yeah. Next, we have Bratmobile, who famously was not that great at playing their instruments, with Cool Schmool. Really this is kind of a groove. And I heard this, and I was like, this reminds me of a band I see in TikTok all the time, which is Excuse Wet me? Leg with their hit Shade on Leg.
1: Excuse me? What?
0: Is, are we, I think this is Ween. We might be wrong. We might have the wrong band right down. I think it's Ween. So then I did some research on Wet Leg. They've got two songs, and they've got like six million downloads each, six million streams on YouTube. And they all they have are two songs. They don't have an album. They don't have anything... Which leads people to believe that this band is, they think it's an industry plant. They think that it's just like a fake band by the record company that's that's made to sell things because there's no album. There's no.
1: So when they change this list up again in two years and we have to start over again, how many of these albums are going to be TikToks that were, we're, oh my God, to Oh my God.
3: I love you guys. Rob's
1: gonna be in his element. I can't wait. Well, to Well, the good news the rest is of my they're only like
3: a minute long, right? I mean, <laughs> it's so true. We can fly <laughs> through them. Yeah. Over. Well,
0: our episodes will only be uh an hour long instead of three, like tonight. Uh Next up, we have Slater Kinney with "Dig Me Out." I do know Slater Kinney Slater Kinney. Slater Kinney. I didn't realize this. It's, it's girlfriends at the time, Corn Tucker and Carrie Brownstein. Carrie Brownstein is famous now. In my mind. For being the co-star on Portlandia, and she's the guitar oh. player in Slater Kinney on this song, and is one of the queens of Riot Girl music. Riot Girl. We listen to that. I like the vocals on this one. Technically, this last band is not a Riot Girl band, but they were definitely inspired by them, coming out at the same time in the '90s. One of my favorite bands of all time, and I haven't talked about them enough. The Donnas, an all-girl band, would take it off.
1: Oh. and you can hear this is a big studio album right I mean, yes you can hear just the difference in quality of do the yourself a favor
0: look up the donna's on spotify listen to them love them fantastic 1000 percent inspired by the riot girl movement guys there we go. amazing wow. that was a top two list of the Russell. night i would say
1: as you came on i on appreciate it Rob. thank
0: you for taking oh, us through yeah. that oh yeah Later, I'm going to do a list of all my pseudo sexual moments in uh, Home Alone. I mean, the sled going through the door. Aaron, think about it. Like, just think about it. I think about it every time. It's the only thing that works on me.
1: All right. I feel like I'm
0: in my... What? I go for it. You feel like you're in your what?
1: Well, I, I feel like I had this conversation freshman year with a certain uh, mutual acquaintance of ours about was it Lord of the Flies or something where I was like no but when the plane goes up through the clouds it's like a sexual metaphor and I was like can I what? do I have to do this is this what it takes just to like to take two hits of weed I have to listen to your theories on and your <laughs> literature and I gotta drink a Lipton iced tea with you
0: <laughs> I had to listen to so much of Ravi Shankar for that same reason it's like well he's got it I guess yeah, we're we'll listening to Robbie Shankar yes. <laughs> goodness now, ironically, this song is about how the Riot Girl movement ultimately failed and wasn't effective in Courtney Love's mind. So, she was a female punk singer from Washington who was wow, who and who was actively against the Riot Girl movement. Like it's you cannot stop with her. It's just like a it's like a you're in the spin cycle with her constantly. It's like you throwing down a huge 360 jam. And you're Russell now, Russell. I got to ask you this: You're playing NBA Jam. What is your date doing? You said you had an extra player. Why don't they just come in and play the extra player? What?
3: What? I don't. What's understand. your date
0: doing while you're playing NBA Jam? Are they? Yeah,
3: he had three players, so they had the two player. Oh. They had three player.
0: Oh. Yeah,
2: yeah. Because it's not the so, it's not a solo act this night, Ryan. Yeah. The flight attendant people. didn't show up, so they invited the slalom guy. So Russell's trying think to be though, inclusive. I, To be fair, Matt, I think the flight
0: attendant was going to be there, but they played this game called Last Person on the Plane. (laughs) And they got bumped by a standby. So, so So. let me get this straight. You were playing against your date in NBA Jam? Yeah, absolutely. That's the only way to do it, Russell. I got to ask who won NBA Jam? (laughs) (laughs) He just laughs. laughs. <laughs> like you need that. If I found out later that he lost, oh my god, I'm never gonna stop talking about it. Gutless. Oh no, shit. <laughs> Fuck. Rockstar. Now this song originally was called Olympia. What do you do? They made the art for the album. They came out with a sleeve. They Woo, changed the last that's song. So good.
1: She does do that little wow. squeak that little squeak in her voice when she's kind of on that breaking point. I like
0: that. That's not easy to do they changed the last song on this. The song was called Olympia, but they had printed it out already as Rockstar, so they just changed the name of the song. Which I was like, "Yeah, you." Can just I do wondered it. about that because it doesn't reference Rockstar at all. But it's the same thing. It's against. Talk about this, Kathleen Hanna and Bikini Kill. How much she hates the the movement of it. So it's
1: it's just wild. I do love any song about where someone grew up. I love I love this one. I love On My Block by Scarface. Country Roads. Mutual- Country Roads uh, A friend of ours who grew up in Hayward, Wisconsin Wrote a song called I Grew Up in Hayward Any, Anybody who's writing songs about where they grew up I'm here for
0: all of them I'm trying to think of a joke to that I can't even think of one There's no joke, it's just a good trope And very popular Beck did it better Rating system oh, Listen yeah. Aaron, we just listened to the whole album Alright the so whole, whole album? album? A whole album a whole album. A whole album. No skips. The whole album. <laughs> well, I think Skip might have been the bass player. Um, so here's is the there thing. there any replacements in there? <laughs> no, no replacements. The <laughs> whole album. No filler. Ooh. Album. All killer. No whole filler. Album. Listen, <laughs> this is 106 on our list. Okay. Courtney Love, whole. Huge part of our lives growing up. Very controversial figure. What's going on? We're all over the place. Maybe some of us can't remember stuff we talked about earlier. Not a big deal. Okay. Is this 106 the perfect place to slot the whole album? We think it's great there. Okay. We think no. Is 106 the perfect place to fill this hole with this whole album? Oh my God. You're filling a hole with a hole. I mean, that's like, now my brain is broken. I'm going inside out.
1: Fixing a hole where the rain gets
0: I mean, in. if you put
3: a hole in a hole, stopped, it's just more holes. One. Guys, where it's, it's crazy.
0: The hole in a hole is the perfect amount of hole. That is a rolling well-toned. Okay? If that hole gets full of dirt, okay? And how much dirt is in the hole? There's none. It's a hole. Think about that. <laughs> uh, that's how I met the Sphinx. Okay? The Sphinx came up and said, I have a riddle for you. And I was like, okay, let me open up my Google. And they are like, what walks on two legs four legs as a child the two, and i'm like it's a person with a the cane they're like oh and now you get their gold was it with that what did you get with the sphinx did you get their gold or did you get to kiss them the sphinx was a woman right as cat woman you could think about kissing the sphinx now if you kiss the sphinx aaron and i'm gonna move on i promise would you put your hands like this just like the sphinx you know kind of under like this
1: sphinx pose yeah new sphinx pose oh if you yeah gotta Kiss kissing the sphinx, the
0: sphinx you gotta, you gotta like a sphinx meet the sphinx where the sphinx is right oh. I'm asking if it's a girl because I've heard of Sphinx her, Sphinx. So or like that joke. Is it a rolling so groan? Okay, it's, incredible it's rolling groans. You can go in such a, a 105, short of time. One hundred five. To you. should not be there. This album was not that good. Or is this a rolling bone? This album we should have heard it earlier. Okay, we could have heard it at ninety. We could have heard eighty nine. I and mean, we could have heard it before they built those pyramids and that sexy, sexy Sphinx. Um. So think about that, Russell. What do you think? Rolling well toned, rolling bone or rolling Grown whole. Live through this. Actually, I don't really remember listening to this a
2: lot growing up. And as a grunge album, I know Matt was probably a little more into some of these bands than I was uh, growing up. But I I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. I know. I think you're right, Rob. You talked about kind of what is the the narrative on Courtney Love from a media perspective. So I actually like the, the album more than I thought I would. I thought the guitar riffs were awesome. I thought uh, Courtney loves use for voice is just kind of one of a kind, right? You hear it now. And I would know immediately, Oh wow. That's a Courtney love song. But for me, some of the lyrics and, and the, some of the message for the music just got a little too dark and too deep for me. And it's just not really what I'm looking for. If I'm going to re listen to a lot of music. So for me, I'm going to say it's a slightly rolling groan, but I did enjoy it more than I thought I would.
0: Great album. you got to admit, if you were, had a co-worker next to you and all they did is listen to this whole album every day, you'd be like, hmm, I probably have to talk to this person like something's going on. Uh, Matt, rolling well-toned, rolling boned, or rolling groan? And just picture working next to all of us in a cubicle. We're all just looking at you. Cubicle? Cubicle?
3: In the cubicle.
0: I'm going to preface this by
3: saying I really like this album. I will probably listen to it again. I did not, I, it, it wasn't on my radar early in life, kind of a thing. And I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to figure out if I have some sort of biases and if that's why. And I'm up to debate if anybody wants to, any of the Beckerheads want to debate me about this at uh, some other point. But I look at 1994 when this album came out. And again, we're running late, but stick with me here. 1994 was to me like the epitome of music. I was 13 years old. This is like when you first start looking to things. And so when this album came out, other albums that came out in 1994 that I don't think are on the list, That if they're on the list, they're way down the list. We got Super Unknown by Soundgarden, Dookie by Green Day, Weezer wow. by Weezer. <laughs> uh, you know, you got Illmatic, Ready to Die, Ill Communication. You got Purple by Stone Temple Pilots, I think is way better. Vitology by Pearl Jam. I'm just looking at a few of these other ones, Smash by The Offspring. There is a million albums that came out at this time that I love way better than this album. If you have 10 by Pearl Jam as number 160 that's ahead of this, I don't think that's right. If you've got Siamese Dream that's at 341 that's ahead of this album, I don't think that's right, personally. So for these reasons, I mean, I think this is rolling. groans i mean it should be higher it should be lower on the list so well, i think i, th- I think you got to fill in the hole
2: somewhere in there's there, a right, hole that make makes sense. sense The
3: sphinx part do you remember that sphinx part <laughs> hole in the bucket where the rain comes in something ah, like that. there's 32
0: so, stones on a red mountain it's teeth i just looked it up on google I, that was the goal you started one.
3: playing the those what did you call it your list what was your list Riot called? girl the, the right girl stuff. i mean i all of those albums, this is better than those. You know, I just don't know. I don't know if I know enough about it. I'm going to say it's rolling grown. Should be lower on the list. It should definitely be in the top 500, but I think there's so many more albums from 1994, let alone like the grunge era, that should be ahead of this album.
0: Matt, that was well thought out and brilliant, and I feel terrible I have to edit so much of it out because we're running long, okay? Because actually (laughs) we've made some pretty good points about the Sphinx and the riddles, and so a lot of people are like, oh, more on that, more on that, less about the album, but okay. Um, So here's the deal. You need to. You guys are Get Aaron. You need to ask. Uh, yeah, Rosie. I was just thinks. about to say, guys. Here's the deal. One more riddle. <laughs> Who cuts his hand while oh, shaving we're running his along, head? Rosie, so you don't get to answer. Aaron, what do you don't really don't think? It's rolling well-toned, rolling bone or rolling groan?
1: Yeah. First of all, I never had listened to this album start to finish. I don't think I knew many of the songs outside of "Doll Parts," but it was really fun to listen to an album from 1994 from when we were that age, when this right. was what was on MTV. I really enjoyed the whole sound of it and it all takes me back. So anytime we get into that groove, I enjoy it. Uh, Matt makes some great points. The other stuff that came out this time and other albums from that genre, it's hard to argue, but I really enjoyed and it. Rob and Rob made I a think good point about the Sphinx. And Rob made a great <laughs> point about the Sphinx. And if I were to talk to a Sphinx and say, this is the 106th greatest album of all time, uh, I would tell the Sphinx that I think it's rolling well-toned. I think it's a, it's a, it fits where it is. I think it's important to listen to. And musically, I think it holds up. I think there's some great moments on here. So I'm going to call it rolling
0: well-toned. Aaron, uh, you, God, you guys are just so good. <laughs> Seriously, like you're so smart. And I got to say, Aaron, if you did say to the Sphinx, they would probably say back to you, ah, a kiss for me you want to give. Here's a riddle from you. <laughs> You cut me and you cry. What am I? And Aaron's like, my fingers. Aaron's like an (laughs) onion. Get over here. Um, Another great riddle. I like onions. I'm I'm a real riddle head. I don't know. Listen, you guys are correct. And honestly, Aaron kind of said exactly what I was going to say. So actually this week, you guys are kind of correct. This is a rolling maturation. This this is another great album that came out when basically I was getting all of my news from MTV News and seeing it totally through the lens of, you know, kind of like what we would probably consider now as like a conservative media where it's like, oh, no, you know, these, these crazy things are happening with these rock stars. Oh, think of the children. And I just have never thought Hole was any good. But I love Celebrity Skin. It's a great song. But I had never heard this album. I had this opinion about what Hole was, and to go back and to listen to this with like my more mature, fresh ears, it was an absolute joy. I th- mm-hmm. I thought it was great. I mean, it's you know, it's it's just such a huge. You you don't realize what a huge part of your life that is until you go back and like, oh, I remember every minute of this. Like they're talking about this, I'm like, oh yeah. yeah, I just. It's a big part of what's going on. So, it's a it's a delightful but morbid surprise, right? Yeah, <laughs> totally.
2: Yes, agreed. That's perfect, Russell.
0: Uh, um, so, listen, next up, guys, we finally get to hear the song I've been waiting for for so long on this list. Don't
2: eat meat, but show what like is the bone. Oh.
0: <laughs> next up, <laughs> is Marky Moon by television. Marky Moon <laughs> you by Moon? television. No, so what? Moon? what? You're just too lazy to look it up online. <laughs> I hear guys who chat and then they get off track, I've got the perfect perfect for you, Jack. <laughs> I mean, that's Sphinx <laughs> that level stuff there. better yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> So I was Googling Riot Girl and I accidentally came across Rob's adult Home Alone movie. And there's this scene where there's a bearded man who looks like old man Marley, and he's carrying a shovel that he's using to fill in Rob's hole. And after he saves Rob from the wet bandits with an elbow drop, he said, I'm the macho man, Randy Savage, and I'm the minor league leader and wins above replacement. And you're not. <laughs>
0: Actually, that, that music works. I got to get See, the colors he, it. Right. Does.
3: It's a great close. Up perfection.
0: Perfection.